This is Radio Plasma, a space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com. Also, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher. Welcome to Radio Plasma. I'm Johan Rashi Vega. And on this session, we are celebrating Gateway City Arts coming back. Yes, Gateway City Arts in Holyoke, Massachusetts will continue operating as a complex for entertainment, music, food, arts, community engagement, and many other things that have been happening for over a decade. So here we are with Lori Devine and Vite Kruta co-directors and founders of Gateway City Arts. What a, what a journey this has been. And here we are sharing amazing news. It's almost unbelievable. Hi. Yeah, we weren't sure this would happen, but it's all falling into place in a way that makes it doable for us. We are just extremely happy that Gateway City Arts is going to stay in downtown and it's going to be open and it's still going to be part of the revitalization and uh, the efforts that came that happened over the last 10 years. And it also feels like very healing. You know, we have been all, all of us so, so um, grieving, grieving and uh, going through so much that any kind of news like this is, is all about healing and moving moving forward. Yeah, and and just to give context on on why this is so important. So March 2020, the closure of everything because of the pandemic put life in pause. And then plans that were made for the year had to be put on hold, not knowing if those were going to happen. Some of them in hopes that maybe moving the, the dates for a later time will, will work, but then that was not the case. And at some point you had to make the announcement that Gateway City Arts was not going to continue operating. Yeah, um, we, you know, when we had that announcement and we had some interviews and tried to explain to people, Gateway City Arts is a huge undertaking. And uh, we were comparing it to a freight train trying to stop it is, is, was already a big undertaking. And it's gonna be the same to, to get it moving again. You know, it's, it's a huge operation that has so many moving parts and, and a lot of people involved. You know, at the, it's at the highest point of Gateway City Arts uh, doing, we had 40 people on the payroll and uh, and not, not just people on payroll, but also people we worked with, different, you know, different uh, relationships with promoters and with different parties, organizers. So it was, it was really big network and that, ha- that got completely shut down and disrupted. And now we are trying to put back together the bits and pieces, also knowing that some of the parts no longer exist. So it almost feels like starting from scratch, except now we have the facility that we have been working on for 10 years. Um, In the facility, we have staff that want to come back. 
And, you know, it's not going to be like step me as Vitek said, you know, like stepping in and just turning the key and starting up again. But at least we have people that we know we can work with, that we love, that are so excited to come back. And we want to create something that's different. It's not going to be exactly the same as it was, but we, we want to focus now on community events and arts and food and, but keep it at a manageable pace for us because it really got just too overwhelming. So I think we owe a little explanation also what it really means to um, partner with DSP. And um, DSP is uh, Dan Small's Productions. Uh, for those who don't know DSP, it's a, it's a professional booking company that has been uh, bringing music to the Valley for many years. And um, what they are gonna do is they are really gonna take on the, the large music hall and manage it and run it as if this was their own business. So we are not even gonna have any say into what music is gonna be brought in. However, we do have, we already had nice working relationship and we are gonna coordinate a lot of other things together. We are left with the food operations. So for example, when all these people are coming, um, we are gonna try to figure out how to, how to feed people. That, that said, this, this part is also going to be maybe confusing to some people, especially uh, uh, local uh, musicians and people who are trying to book music with us. Um, that's no longer going to be in our power to do that. Except for the small. Except, yes, we are going to be left with the smaller room and that's going to be in our control. So that's when Laurie said, we could focus more on a community. Uh, that means that, you know, if it's, th that room has a capacity of about 120 people. So anything in that scale uh, could be done in that room. And we will slowly be figuring out how to do that. The other aspect of this is that um, we have to start with real, like small skeleton crew. You know, we, um, we, we were extremely, uh, grateful for the community stepping up and giving us money for the uh, fundraise for, for the GoFundMe campaign. It was absolutely amazing and overwhelming. And also, we also get today responses from people going like, yay, we want to support you and we want to volunteer and let us know we, we want to help. We want to make sure you are going to, we are, it's overwhelming and we are extremely grateful for all that. Um, but as you can imagine, uh, you know, this is going to be a lot of organizing, a lot of little details that need to be figured out. Uh, everything has been shut down that we have been building up for 10 years, including licensing and including, um, relationships with, with, uh, contractors and uh, companies from soda machines to, to electric, you know, to phones. It's it all that has been shut down. So we have to redo that and uh, reorganize ourselves. So, like you mentioned, that example of a, of a freight train being stopped after a tumultuous effort to make that happen now is to put it back into 
into operation and make sure that it's working properly, that it can keep the load. And I think the most important aspect is knowing that Gateway City Arts is here to stay. And there is this synergy with the community that Gateway City Arts has built throughout these years to make sure that re-emerges in a way that makes sense to the realities of 2021 and beyond. And thinking about the, the, all the possibilities that the Small Works Gallery, the space for, for eating on both areas, what, what at some point was Jots and the, the bar for, for the, the tacos at, at that point, <laughs> yes. is still a great offering of options for people to gather, to interact, to utilize space for different cultural and artistic uh, sort of activities. What do you think it will be at this point beyond the important things regard, regarding permits and structure in terms of possible activities or ideas, the ones that you may have put on, we would like to start with this. I, I think, um, and this is not written in stone, we are brainstorming every day uh, what we want to do, but I think it, it's going to be more along the scale of theater, of uh, maybe some dance in the, it's is all in the small theater. I'd love to see some, um, a lot more classical music concerts. I would like to engage the Latino uh, community in music and arts lectures. Uh, make it a cultural hub, make it a center. We've talked, we also have the second floor, which we're trying to figure out the best use for that. And, um, and we have the basement with the wood shop and ceramic studio. You know, we started out with classes in art and I would love to see something come back with that. But again, we're really trying to keep it manageable so that whatever we do, it has to make sense in terms of being able to support itself and be not be too much of um, demand for our staff because we're gonna be a skeleton crew. So it's a balancing act. You know, we, we get excited and we wanna do all these things, but it's, it's like, okay, let's start slowly and maybe it'll just be starting with the beer garden for the summer and then evolve. Maybe Judd's at some point, you know, we just don't know. It also is gonna depend, we're applying for a, the restaurant relief grant. And if we can get more money, then that opens more doors. So we'll see. And I would add also to that, that we, we had some really good relationship with the theater, uh, like Ghostlight Theater. Um, and then we had some good relationship with um, Bonnie Kane and, and the experimental music. <laughs> so um, we would like to see also more um, poetry, poetry readings and salons coming in. Uh, and uh, we had this three-year relationship with Gateway City Live. And that is a nonprofit organization that has been 
organizing in, in a synergy with Gateway City Arts, uh, great events, um, documentary movie screenings, uh, classical concerts, classical music concerts, dinner and a movie kind of thing. So all these um, are projects that kind of reflect the scale of the space that we are gonna be left with. And like Lori said, we have to start carefully because when we were at the highest peak of Gateway City Arts, we were working 24 seven. As a matter of fact, I have been telling people that my, my day has a 32 hours, <laughs> you know, and, and eight day a week. It was insane. Um, I loved it, but, you know, we don't want to, we can't really get back to this level un unless there's, there's a means to be able to do that and pay people to do that. And, and because we had to have so much staff to cover what we were doing, we were losing money all the time. We just couldn't make it ends meet. We couldn't, we just couldn't, we needed too much staff to support and that didn't bring in enough money. So we need to be careful and we need to plan, you know, what, what, what is doable? What is sustainable? But we're going to do it. You know, my, my other hope is that uh, with this experience of being isolated for over a year, the community is going to look at planning slightly different in different view. Uh, we have this beautiful canal walk. I was excited about to hear that the farmer's market is, is moving to, to uh, Ray Street. Um, but the canal walk is such an amazing area. There should be you know, every weekend activities, people gathering, people, people uh, playing music there, or uh, just artists arts, selling crafts. arts and crafts. And, you know, even like a little flea market, anything that would bring people in and really turn that downtown area into a really interesting place. You know, the 10 years ago when the Canal Walk was built, the city and the state made a huge investment. I don't know, it was over $20 million, I think. Hmm. And you, you, over the years after it was finished, you really didn't see any activity there. And the question is, what do we do as a city uh, to, to build on this amazing investment and how beautiful it is on the canals where you can take a stroll Occasionally, I see people there taking, you know, wedding pictures on the bridge. And I'm like, yeah, they have <laughs> the right idea. And they know why they are there because it's beautiful, right? So I just wish that more people uh, are going to come down there and really find a way to, to gather, to communicate, be outside, safe. You know, it's, it, the outdoor space now is going to be important more than ever. So I hope that we are all going to look forward to how do we use meaningfully our uh, assets and, and everything that we have and, and make the best out of it. Listening to, to the comments you make about having a 30 hours, eight days a week schedule makes me think about 
the sudden change and the impact of coming to a full stop and going through now the stress of not knowing what was coming next. And now that somehow is beginning to take shape, now is the point of planning and brainstorming and somehow also getting physically and mentally prepared for what is coming up next. I wanted to, to ask you, uh, both of you, how are you? How are you doing? <laughs> Aside of, of being so excited of this great news of Gateway City Arts continuing operating, but how are you, Lori and Bitek? Thank you for asking. I will <laughs> let Lori to start to answer that question. I think um, I don't really know is how I am. I, for me, this has been a difficult year, uh, partly because I have not gone to Gateway. I went down uh, in the last year and two months. I've been there three times because it was so painful to me. The first time I went, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't deal with it. You know, we closed so suddenly, the roses on the table and Judd's were still on the table. And this was like a month or two after we closed. And, and, and you know, everything was just left. Um, I've been home for a year. And in some ways that's been really good because I, my 96 year old mother lives with me and I take care of, well, we take care of her. She has help, but um, she's declining and it's been a very good year for me to be closer to her. Um, but it's also been very sad and it's very painful to watch somebody decline like this. And so there's, it just feels like a lot of loss. I have eight grandkids I haven't seen. I saw three of them last week for the first time in 10 months. Three I haven't seen in, I don't know, a long time. And two, it's been 10 months, about 10 months also. And that, it, you know, there's this huge loss. There's a huge, everything feels like loss. I miss my friends. I miss hugs. I mean, the thing I, I just can't wait for Gateway. I'm going to hug everyone. I, I don't even care if I know them. I just want hugs. And it, it, it's dealing with a lot of loss um, and a lot of time. I mean, I've been home. I've been busy and working some on Gateway stuff. But, you know, it's, it's been a tough year for everybody. My life feels like it's gotten very small and I don't like that. And now the, the thought of um, going back, the other thing I don't like is the thought of going back to the pace that I was living before. I don't want to do that. And so it's this weird tension and balance between the two. Well, I, I wish I could give you an easy, easy answer. My, my answer is a little bit more complicated and complex because um, where I come from, my, my life started with the Soviet invasion and the Russian tanks driving over the sandbox and my, my toys. Yeah. So then um, I lost my mother when I was very young. I was uh, nine years old. 
And then I had to leave the country, so lost that. Um, then I was 10 years in Germany, moved to United States after that, lost that part of my life. And on and on. So, so for me, big changes are not big anymore because I'm just so used to it that I, I think I learned how to deal with the grief and how to deal with the loss by not really being attached much in a way. But what I'm very clear about that what holds me up is art. And this is maybe a little my answer is a little window into understanding my art. And that has been always for me the, the mental escape. As a matter of fact, the paintings I'm calling inscapes now used to be called escapes. And when, I, when I'm in situations like this, I, um, this is the way how I escape and mentally travel into those paintings. And uh, some paintings are very peaceful and very longing for that balance and peace and beauty. And some are quite, you know, it's a different style. They are all about destruction and about death and about <laughs> the darkness of hu human drama and history and apocalyptic, apocalyptic paintings, which um, so speaking of reopening the, the small works gallery, I'm actually during this time, I returned back to my art and I've been uh, painting again. And so part of that is going to be new, new paintings with, with this beautiful kind of vision and escapish kind of longing to beautiful beach and, uh, sunsets and forests and all that. And at the same time, I have a new series of paintings. They, um, they are actually gonna be featured in an exhibit, which I am not gonna talk much about, but it's gonna <laughs> be called What Lies Beneath. And it's quite apocalyptic. And I'm very excited about it. <laughs> it's like- And also you kept working during this whole year. Yeah. Um, and so, so that that's, Part of my answer, it's much more than we have time for. Um, and yes, like Lori said, I have been there at GCA all this time while she was not. And I was there all by myself, which, which is kind of, um, I was referring to it like this science fiction movie where suddenly the world ends and you are alone in this gigantic facility and you just walk from one, one room to another, take a walk through it. It kind of reminded me on, <laughs> on uh, Blade Runner, the sequel, where uh, Harrison Ford is in this gigantic casino all by himself with this dog, you know. So, so that's kind of uh, how I felt going like, oh, my God, this is, this is so surreal. This is, this is this place. I can close my eyes in every corner of that building and, and see all these people having fun and singing and, and dancing and eating and drinking and all that. And then I open my eyes and I see the empty space there, you know? So again, it's very dramatic and I tend to process everything through art. And I think of writing a movie about it and I think of writing a book and that's just my reaction, how I 
how I deal with it and handle that. You know. I've been also recording music because another bizarre part is that now I have all this equipment there <laughs> available to me. So I set up the stage with all the instruments and everything. And, and you know, if you happen to come sometimes at night by and you see some cr crazy rocking sound, <laughs> it's me <laughs> relaxing and coping. So that's that. <laughs> The, the latent pulse of Gateway City Arts is there and, and you're making sure it is. Uh, and just to think about that dystopian image that you, that you just pictured and what a coincidence. Take a look at what I'm wearing today. Oh, oh my gosh. There you go. Uh, yep. That's great. It's exactly that uh, Blade Runner 2049. That is amazing. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So I'm, I'm, you know, it, it, with, with this pain, I'm also very excited about showing these new paintings and having this discussion. Oh, there are going to be definitely a conversation pieces, you know, mm -hmm. um, and um, I won't reveal too much. It's just going to be exciting. And it's probably the first exhibit when we open the gallery, that's going to be this exhibit of these paintings. And, and that sounds like the perfect way to bring a, a strong statement of how time is embedded in that exhibit as, as the impact and, and, and the consequence of this whole time of latency that is that spark that will bring back the dynamic and vibrant activity of Gateway City Arts into the Holyoke community and also the whole valley. I think, uh, and, and by seeing the news when, when uh, in December it was announced that operations were gonna, were gonna be uh, stopping entirely, the reaction all over the valley was overwhelming and, and, and it showed how much it means for the artists, the artists and, uh, and the community overall in the Valley in Western Massachusetts, Gateway City Arts as, yeah. as a place for, for the arts to be. Very moved by the response. It was, it was unbelievable to us. It's wonderful. And I think it also motivated, this reaction really motivated us to work really hard on finding a solution. You know, we have been this close to sell the place. And we actually had few people coming in to look at it. And every time they were going around, I was like, and it was like, no, we can't do this. We can't, we cannot do this to ourselves. I mean, cannot do that to the community, uh, to all these people that they, with all these responses and their help and, uh, the GoFundMe and all that, it felt, it felt just devastating. And just to be able to say now, yes, we are going to be able to do this again. It's, it's blessing. We're going to do something. We're still trying to figure it out. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like it's exciting. It's, we, we listen to what people are saying. We're excited by the response and we'll see. It's, it's an evolution. And we are very thankful for those responses as well. Yeah. So there's more to come. Stay tuned. And as soon as you have any, any new updates and new uh, unfolding, 
information to share with the with, with the community, please let us know because it will be a pleasure to celebrate together with you and and to continue as well bringing that support because you created something that is important and meaningful for the community and it is showing how how much as a community keeping this alive is what looks to be the 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 way to take care of each other yeah so now we have to dive into the boring stuff before we can all have fun <laughs> all right thank you thank you well Lori vitek thank you so much uh, stay safe stay healthy stay strong and and full of energy and thank you for keeping gateway city arts alive thank you Johan. thanks for your Talk support to you soon. yeah With this, we conclude our session of Radio Plasma that has been recorded online in hopes that soon enough we will be resume doing it in person. I'm Johan Roshi Vega. Thank you for listening. <laughs>